Welcome back to the Comic Geek Roundtable, your source for everything going on in the geek world. I am Robert Byler, Editor-in-Chief of ComicGeek.tv, joined today by... Managing Editor Adam Hauck. So, Adam, what, uh, what's going on with you? Uh, you know, lots of hardcore drugs, hookers, you know, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Adam, we need to talk to HR. Yeah, this is my life. Anyway, um, no, not, not, not that much, really. I mean, uh, we've been busy... There's a fly next to my head. Where where is this fly coming from? Yeah, I just thought about that. Oh, I have to take care of that. Yeah. Anyway, ah, kill it with lasers. You know, I seem to remember. There, I can't remember what movie it was, but there was this this uh, this admiral that was just like, or he was a general or admiral or something. But he was just pissed off at this fly, like flying around his office, and he started shooting at it, and then had a heart attack and died. I don't remember what movie this was, or if this ever happened. It might have been a dream. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, <laughs> it sounds like something no, it, that happened. It's something. It's some movie I flipped to um, while I was like channel surfing one day, like many, many, many eons ago. In the before time. In the, in, in the before time. Before civilization. No, yeah, it's been super busy around here. Uh, luckily, we've had our. Uh, wonderful writing staff to help us out this week with getting some of the news out, uh, which we're going to talk about today. Yeah, like uh, like Kong, Skull Island. <laughs> yeah, you really transitioned well into that. No, yeah, I was recovering from my yawn. It is quite early in the morning. Uh, so yeah, uh, they How released... How make coffee? Yeah, I don't know why you got water. I was surprised. Yeah, no, no, that's super weird. I never drink coffee, so it's not surprising for me. Anyway, It's because you're a robot. You only drink motor oil. True. Uh, so Kong, uh, Skull Island, the new film in the what I recently found out through this article is the Kong Godzilla cinematic universe, a thing that did need to exist, and I'm glad does now. <laughs> you said did need to exist, it or did need to exist? It did need it, to it, exist. It had okay. to happen. Um, um, well, because you knew there was like the old uh, '70s or '80s film Godzilla versus King Kong, right? Yeah, oh, but, okay. I, but was that it was King Kong versus Godzilla. I well, forget. no, it was Godzilla versus King Kong. But the thing, I think it depended on if you saw it in Japan or in America. Well, the, th- the thing about it is. It, there was always the gods, the Japanese like Godzilla cinematic thing, and lit- and it wasn't really so much a cinematic universe as it was. Um, who do we pit him up against next? Yeah, because like God- but- Godzilla fought um, fought Gamera, Goth- uh, Mothra, King well, Ghidorah. I'm, I'm talking about like other franchises. Like, well, Mothra, King Ghidorah, they were in the Godzilla like. Oh, Godzilla wait, thing. which one were you saying before? Gamera. Gamera was from another... Gamera, uh, is, yeah, Gamera is a series of movies, like, pre-Godzilla about this, like, radioactive turtle. Oh, I thought Gamera was just another Godzilla character. No. Oh. No, Gamera, Gamera is, like, the radioactive turtle. Yeah, he had his own series of movies. Even one, I think Gamera 4, was, like, he had this, he and this little Japanese boy went to another planet or something. That's and amazing. And it was, it, it was so dumb. So, wait, wait, before we move on, um... Ooh. Before we move Second on, Gamera is probably the best. Is, or, is that what you would say that Gamera is your favorite Kong ally or enemy? You mean Godzilla? What did I say? Kong. Said Kong. Yeah, yeah, Godzilla uh, <laughs> enemy or ally. Um, <laughs> well, I do like Gamera. Like, like Gamera had its own series of movies, but in in the Godzilla franchise, I would say uh, I would say King Ghidorah is the shit, man. Uh, I'm always a Mecha Godzilla person. Mecha Godzilla's pretty fucking cool too, because it was all like Power Rangers and stuff, like Super he was. Sentai. It was like he had rocket fingers. Yeah, and no, he, he shot uh, electricity, and he had a jetpack. Yeah, or was it rocket boots? I think it was rocket. It, it boots. was rocket boots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think no, no. I think later versions and he had, a, had, a and he had like a super atomic ray gun. 
and, and he was controlled by space aliens. Well, well, that was okay. That that that's a different thing. No, he was controlled. Well, there were there were two Mechagodzillas. Right. I thought the second one was just a recreation of the first one. Yeah, by the, the second same one aliens. was a recreation of the first one. Like it was all like Super Sentai, like yeah. controlled by Japanese. All right, so Japanese people. Back to Kong. Uh, Man, yeah. that hiccup came at the wrong time in the sentence. Kong uh, <laughs> Skull Island is the new film taking place uh, in. The Vietnam War era, not specifically yeah, that, that, in Vietnam. That I think is interesting too. Like that, this new Kong movie is taking place like during the time of like the Vietnam War. Yeah, so that means by the time that Godzilla, the first one, happened, and uh, what eventually will be Godzilla versus King Kong, or I guess Godzilla versus Kong, is that means the ape itself is going to have to be what if if that's fifty years later plus however old it is to begin with. So like it's a very uh, long, long living super gorilla. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You're right about that. But they released a behind the scenes yeah, video because the new Godzilla movie was modern era, modern era. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they released this behind the scenes video. Uh, the film stars Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, John Goodman. Because of course Samuel L. Jackson. Because of course Samuel L. Jackson. But yeah, it's. Uh, I wonder if that means any of those characters will replace. Well, no, I guess their their characters will be old enough that they would be too too old to be in the modern era too it's also a question of who's going to make it out of the film alive because when people go to kong skull island they yeah, rarely no. make it out i mean look at jack black oh mm. i love that movie i was surprised that it they was were not that good what yeah, it was, was great not that good. it was great you're wrong it was great because it was jack black no i mean i just enjoyed that film a lot just because i liked the the period piece of it and i liked uh and i liked all the actors that were in it not just jack black and so like i'm i'm also kind of Slightly annoyed at this idea that we're continually rebooting stuff that happened so recently. What do you mean? Like Spider-Man oh, has oh. been rebooted twice now in a 10-year period. Yeah, that's... That's probably the most, uh, the, the well, most okay, common okay, example okay, I can okay. think well, of. Hold on, hold on. The, the second set of Spider-Man movies weren't a reboot. It's just an alternate universe Spider-Man. Yes, but from our perspective, we're never going to get another Tobey Maguire movie, so it's effectively a reboot. And, yeah, we're, and mean, now we're never going to get another Andrew Garfield, so effectively, whether well, oh, they're like, different like, universes like said, or whatever. Okay, so the Andrew Garfield ones, I've said this before, they're a different Spider-Man universe. It's a di- it's an alternate, like, Right, I, I, I get it's, what it's you're not, saying. They're, they're like three different, like, Spider-Man uh, iterations. Right, but from a moviegoer perspective, that doesn't matter so much because we're never going to see a continuation. They don't know that, though. What are you talking about? That, that there's like three different Spider-Man things. They they would think that like, oh, they're rebooting Spider-Man again, and it's just like this time it's different now. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying functionally it doesn't matter if it's a reboot or a different universe because what the audience wants is they want a continuity. So unless we get some kind of super unexpected but cool version where uh, Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield and Tony McGuire all travel through dimensions and get to team up together, which is a movie I would watch. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh did it. Huh? Yu-Gi-Oh did it. Exactly. <laughs> they travel through time. Uh, to duel. It's time to duel. But anyway. Uh, duel monsters. But with, with Kong, I, I um, it's going to be interesting because most of the previous Kong films, well, I guess the one took place in, this, in the, uh, what, the 80s, I think. Which one? With the, I think it was Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I wish we that. Let's look that up. Yeah, because the Jack Black one went back to the time frame of the original, which was not a period piece of the time because it was made, you know, at, at the time frame it was taking place in. 
So it was modern at the time, kind of like the one I think. Man, look at that beard on Jeff Bridges. Is that Jeff Bridges? Was it Jeff Bridges? Yeah, it was Jeff yeah, Bridges. Yeah, yeah. So the one with Jeff that Bridges. That beard, though. <laughs> so we had two that took place in the era they were created. Then the Jack Black one in 2005, I think it was. That went back and took place in the 1930s. And now we've got another one that's jumping into the into the Vietnam era, which means it's going to take place, you know, what, 50 years again before it's being made. But I'm trying to think about what that relates to the Jeff Bridges one. I guess that means it's around a similar time frame. Can you find out when that was made real quick? Which one? The Jeff Bridges one? The one with Jeff Bridges. What year that uh, came 1976. Out? Yeah, so that one's going to take place. It's funny that this new reboot... I, I don't know if, 90, if the 1976 one is set as modern. I'm trying to find that here on IMDb. I'm pretty sure it took place at the time. Yeah, because I remember... I'm pretty sure it took that, place that at the time. That would be Vietnam era. Yeah. Like, it's post-Vietnam. So I think it's funny that this new reboot is now going back to a time that a previous reboot took place in. In the same way that the previous one also reboot was a... Went back to the one the original took place in. But sadly, So we no kind of keep Bridges. going forward and then keep going back. But no Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Um, unless they tie it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and then Jeff Bridges is in that. This movie is rated 5.8 and was nominated for two Oscars. 5.8 out of 10? Yeah. Oh, that's not that great. Well, that's the thing. 5.8 back... Like, this movie back then probably, probably was like... Have you ever been to Universal Studios, though? Yeah. Yeah, do you remember the Kong ride they used to have there? Uh, how old How old is that? Because I was at Universal Studios like 15 years ago. It was in the 90s, I think. Oh my god, it was 15 years ago. Yeah, so it would have been around. I w- uh, they, they only got a, rid of that in the past like five years. Maybe? Uh, I mean, I remember on a, the thing I went on the most, well, well, I remember the Terminator ride. That was cool. Yeah, oh and I, I went to that I, about two years ago. That was still great. I went on like the Men in Black ride like ten times. Yeah, that because that, that was fucking awesome. That was pretty like, new. Shooting aliens, yeah! That would have been pretty new at the time you went. Uh, Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Um, But yeah, the Kong one. What's the, uh, I want to call it a trolley, but it's like. Mm. No, I remember which one you're talking yeah, about. Like, I, and yeah, and Kong grabs you. Yeah. And, and it was, that was a, man, I love Universal Studios for no reason. Theme parks are such a ripoff. I want to, I, I do want to go there again and see the, uh, no way, they don't have the Pirates of the Caribbean one anymore, do they? That wouldn't have been that. That would be Disney. Oh, Disney? Yeah, oh, Disney whatever. does have the Pirates of the Caribbean. Then what is, uh, Universal Studios just got some, well, regardless, I want to go to Marvel. Disney. They've got Marvel and Harry I wanna, Potter. I want to go to the Disney, wait, Universal's Marvel and Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the Islands of Adventure, uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, too. No, oh. well then let's go to the Harry Potter one. Yeah, well they're opening up a new one in, uh, in Universal Studios Hollywood. Well, isn't there like a legit, like, Harry Potter, its own theme park? Well, no, Harry, uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is a part of the Islands of Adventure. Oh, okay. Which includes Marvel and Dr. Seuss and Jurassic Park. Uh, and then I think, I'm not 100% certain, I'll have to check with, with Ashley because this is her expertise, is the, uh, the one in California, I think, is a standalone, it might be a standalone park. Otherwise, it's part of just Universal Studios Hollywood. Interesting. Um, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, we were talking about Kong. Well, uh, you know, before we get that, whatever happened to Legoland? Is that still a thing? That's still a thing. Really? Legoland still exists? I've never been there, but I know it's still a thing. I've never been there either, and I wanted to, and I wanted, I curiously wonder if everything is made out of Legos. It's not. I know. I mean, but I, I would at least expect something to be made out of Legos. <laughs> some things are made out of Legos, and I think some things are giant representations of Legos. Yeah. I was at a, I was in um, Minneapolis a few years ago, and in the Mall of America, they have like a, a central kiosk for Legos. And I say kiosk, but it's not like the kiosk that we have at at our mall. Okay. Like the kiosk itself was its was a store. 
Was oh, like the size oh, of I've, a store. I've seen those. I've seen those. Um, and in there they had actual like Lego art. They had a they had a shorter than life size, just oh. slightly shorter, like a foot. Yeah. Uh, Django Fett. Nice. And they had like a T Rex, a pterodactyl, and all sorts of other cool stuff. And for three hundred dollars, you could buy this Lego Death Star playset, which is like a cross section of the Death Star. Oh wow! And it, it's like it's like three feet tall. It's a cross section of the Death Star, and it shows like the six most iconic scenes from. How much did that? How much did that thing cost? Three hundred dollars, I said. Oh, you did say three hundred dollars. That, that's actually a lot cheaper than I would expect for something that big. Uh I don't know. I'm sure, it wasn't like three hundred dollars per piece. I don't know. Like for. <laughs> Like for like a re- a regular like Lego set. I'm just saying the nowadays mon- the money is Falcon. like forty dollars for like one for like one thing. That's for, for like, like an a, X-wing. A full scale Millennium Falcon costs like a hundred and fifty dollars. I think that I think is ridiculous. Yeah, like Lego prices are ridiculous. I just want to. I want my fucking Legos, and I just want to like build shit with them. All right, so in the office we're gonna have to get a giant set of Legos to just you know have. It's out. therapeutic. It's therapeutic. Yeah, you build and a Lego gun. Wait, what? I don't know. You could. You, you I mean, could. What, what are the bigger Legos? Duplo blocks. Duplo blocks. Okay. Yes. And then what's the other one that that uh, uses ha- that has Halo? Connects. No. Um, Mega Blocks. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Mega Blocks has uh, has the Halo franchise. Yes, yes, stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't start uh, talking about. I, I think I think some of the stuff they actually have from the Halo franchise is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Legos. They Lego did the like. The unfortunate but really cool thing of like doing all these licensing deals because Legos used to just be like a spaceship or oh, yeah, yeah. or a city. And literally, I would get them, uh, get frustrated with like half the instructions because I fucked up somewhere, and then just throw the whole thing into a box and just build whatever the fuck I wanted. I built a lot of pod racers. I built a lot of like single man spacecrafts. Nice. I came up with a lot of good ones. Like yeah. especially like because I specifically got the spacecraft ones because they had the. Uh, the, uh, the the cockpit oh things, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the what was supposed to be like glass cockpits yeah yeah I know yeah. what you're talking about yeah no yeah, I remember I, those Legos are fun and then Minecraft <laughs> happened yeah and now we don't need Legos anymore but now we have Minecraft Legos wait do we yeah there are Minecraft Legos wow sets. I didn't know that wow it's very meta that is super meta yeah like wait wait it's no it's, it's Minecraft analog <laughs> it's Ow. analog Minecraft that hurts my brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on. Mm. No, yeah, yes. so no about, about Kong some more. Okay. Um, when did what what time period did the first Kong movie? It, 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 the original actually, original every Kong? Kong movie was set in present day of when it was filmed. Well, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. The original Kong film was set in the 1930s when it was filmed. Right. The second one with Jeff Bridges was set in the 70s when it was filmed. We're the pretty n- sure I haven't. Confirm that, but roughly the next one, which was the Jack Black one, took place back in the 30s, like the original. Okay, and now this newest one is taking place back in the Vietnam era, similar to the one that this the second one with Jeff Bridges took place in. So we keep going forward, <laughs> forward, no, backward. Well, here's no, what we did. We're we went, saying, well, no, no, look, we're we, staying in time periods. We is went, what we're saying. We, we stayed in it's, here's how it went it stayed in line, it stayed in line. The next one went back to the original, and then the next one went back to the second one. So it's uh, two steps forwards, one's uh, two or. Three steps forward, two steps back. More like eight steps back. I don't know. Are you okay? Yeah. Can, do, you like, do you understand how linear time works? No, time... time <laughs> some say time is like a river. Well, I say time is actually like an ocean in a raging storm. Is that from something? Prince of Persia. 
Oh, is that from the movie or the sh- or the, the game? game. Uh, it, was, it was like the. I first, guess it doesn't matter. I've never seen the movie the, or played the game. Wow, you need to do that. I'm pretty sure it's on Steam. Probably, but no, regardless, Prince of Persia and Sands of Time is one of the greatest <laughs> games ever. Yeah, I so think. much that they made a movie, and I actually have to rewatch the movie because I it, I remember it not sucking. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Calm down, buddy. Also, Ben Kingsley. I don't. And that fucking fly is back again. I don't. All right, we're gonna ignore the fly. I don't dislike either of the actors you mentioned. Right, no, no, does mean. not automatically make it a good film. Good You're actors right, I'm can be in bad movies. Yeah, like Iron Man three. Mmm, aggressive, but it's true. That's all right. Now, it's action wise, it's great. Yeah, but story wise, it's stupid. I don't know. I thought the uh, the PTSD part of the story was good. Everything else was not so great. No, yeah, I liked the PTSD part, and then I hated when they just like, "Oop, I'm all of a sudden better now." We talked about this many times before. Yeah, we have talked about this a lot. And I'm gonna say it again: reimagining the Mandarin as a modern day terrorist is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. But when they threw it out the window, just like, "Oh, I'm just an actor. The real villain is this asshole nerd." That's stupid. I'm sorry. That was so dumb. I'm sorry. So dumb. I'm so angry about it. I'm more angry because I also just recently watched this with which watched it again with my dad. Yeah, it was on TV and I was just hanging out with my dad. So that's what was going on. Oh, that's good. You spent some time with your dad. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about the Batman. Do 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 ads. Hi, this is Tom from Common Geek. DreamHost is a great service to host your website. They have hosted over 1.5 million websites since 1997. We spoke with DreamHost user Emily O'Neill from Lancaster. Her website, thenecrotarium.com, is unique. Basically, it's uh, I sell bones and skulls and all sorts of cleaned animal byproducts. Uh, a lot of people want it for like earrings, necklaces, um, little nichos, and like shadow boxes. While Emily couldn't remember exactly who recommended DreamHost to her, she did remember getting up and running to be very easy. I don't ever recall anything in my setup that was like tedious or problematic or anything. I just it just kind of happened, and I was like, mm, yeah, okay, here's my server, and here's my name, and everything's good, and now I'm going to start uploading pictures of dead animals. DreamHost stays out of your way, so you can focus on doing what you love, even if it stands out. Something Emily can understand. They think that it's really weird and eventually think it's cool. You win them over. Yeah, exactly. Win people over to your unusual hobby by going to comicgeek.tv slash affiliates and clicking the link for DreamHost to get started. DreamHost, the best web host for selling bones or whatever it is you want to showcase online. All right, and we're back after that wonderful advertisement from our affiliates. Are you saying you don't want everything to sound like a 1950s jingle? No, I don't want everything to sound like a 1950s jingle. Let it go. Oh. All right. Talk about the Batman. Fine, I'm going to go build my ice castle now. Wait, what? Oh, my God. Frozen. All right. Uh, so the Batman uh, is get finally Batman. getting... Is finally getting an adaptation of The Killing Joke, uh, which was a... Was it originally a graphic novel or was it yes, a, was it a series? Yes, it was a graphic novel, from, graphic novel from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, by Alan Moore, creator of things like Watchmen and V for Vendetta and uh, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which got a okay movie that... Okay. Okay, that movie is awesome, and I'll tell you why. It was enjoyable. It was not good. I love that movie. It was enjoyable. I love League of Extraordinary Extraordinary Gentlemen Mm -hmm. because Sean Connery is fucking awesome. Again, it was enjoyable. It was not good. Anyway, Killing Joke is getting an animated adaptation, which, from what I can tell from the previews, is really keeping pretty close to the, uh, the original art style. I really like how it looks a lot like the comic book... Now, granted, I've never read the whole comic book, but from the scenes that I have seen of it, it looks to be keeping up uh, that art style. Mm-hmm. 
And the really surprising thing about this, if you haven't heard already, is that it's getting an R rating. Well, yeah, yes. I mean, well, sorry, listener, okay, so you they, might not have heard about this. Adam and um, I know about this. Yeah, we've heard about this. Um, yeah, no, this graphic novel started, uh, it was in 1988. Well, because the reason I asked was a lot they, of graphic novels start out as like a series of single issues that are compiled. See, I, I okay, so <clears throat> I want to point out the reason behind the R rating um, I think actually specifically comes from uh, b- before I get into that though. Um, I mean, this was announced back in like maybe like December or January or something. Yeah, yeah. The film, the film has adapted, been... and I'm so happy there because it's like one of the grittiest stories, um, albeit for some of the more fucked upness that goes on in it. Mm-hmm. But one of my one of the reasons for getting an R rating is R rating is because of like the way it was done uh, in the 80s. The 80s was like the time of edginess. Super edginess. And I think um, this, this comes from a joke from uh, Fairly Odd Parents, where Timmy summons all the different, like, Crimson Chin. Yeah, Chain that's what I was actually about to ask about. And, like, all the different iterations of Crimson Chin are, like, you know, cool and everything. But then there's the, and I quote, super over, uh, super over aggressive or over buff. You know what? I'm not going to quote that because I don't remember what it is. But it's like super aggressive, overbuff 80s Crimson Chin. And he has like a ban- two bandoliers and yeah, a bunch of guns. Yeah, two bandoliers, like a bazookas. He's like ripped. He's like bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's like you know, from like the super edgy 80s. He's like, I was I was edgy and I got canceled for it. You say, can't swear on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what he says. He says, you can't swear. I got canceled for that. Yeah. Oh, it was so great. I like that. It's it's actually really true because the eighties were like a really edgy time for a for a lot of stories. Yeah. So it, it, I mean, that's actually where we also got uh, the Dark Knight Returns and those kind of. Well, that was towards the the tail end of the eighties, yeah, in, in the early nineties. And then and then we get to the well. You know what else would happen in the eighties? And uh, we actually um, I don't know where you're going with this. Talked about this. Uh, well, not not on the podcast. We talked about this at the convention. Okay. What else happened in the 80s? Remind me. Mario Brothers. Oh, God. That was a super gritty, edgy one, film. One of the... Actually, one of the things I love about the 80s is how everything is like a dystopian... Uh, a dystopian, like, future. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Like, cities are, like, full of... Uh, like, it's all dark and, like, there are neon lights everywhere. And it's like a, a kind of, like, real-world look of how the future is going to be and... In the terms of like, you know, just what I haven't. Been, sorry, I'm looking, trying to look up the Killing Joke. I haven't been able to find out why it's rated R because usually they'll say for extreme violence and sexuality and. Oh, they didn't actually list reasons. Uh, I haven't been able to find. I haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah, I don't know. Usually, they'll say on a movie poster, but because this is a direct to, you know, DVD release, I don't know if it's going to have a movie poster. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Uh. But one, well, one of the reasons it's going to have an R movie, R rating is because this is where Barbara Gordon gets crippled. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a dark, dark story. I mean, like, she Joker shoots her, like, right in the spine, mm-hmm. and then a whole bunch of shit happens. Yeah, and, well, originally this was not meant to be a canon story, right? This was to just be, like, a, uh, a separate uh, setting, if I remember correctly. And then they incorporated it yeah, into they, the they mainstream incorporated continuity. Because, like, I mean, I, I love Batgirl, but I think when she when she finally came into her own as Oracle, I was, like, I was, like, very happy because, like, it's it's kind of like, you know, like, she's Making got... Making the best of a bad look. situation. I mean, she can, like, kill herself, which is super good, but... Uh, I mean, what? 
I mean, was that the only alternative in your head? Depression. I mean, yeah, but not some, every person uh, who I'm loses think, the I'm ability to, think to walk. Of, I'm trying to think of a story. Oh, um, Punisher. So Punisher in the movie when uh, like his his wife and family are all gone, he contemplates killing himself. Gotcha. Like I'm I'm just saying like was that would, addressed in the comic books like an actual like that level of depression? I don't know because it's a Thomas Jane movie and I hold the Thomas Jane movie above. No all no 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 no. I'm saying no 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 no. I'm saying about the. Uh, I'm saying in the Killing Joke, like the oh, post, the no, post no, comics, I, was that something that they actually addressed with, I, I with actually, Barbara Gordon, like that level of depression? Because I'm I am not I familiar with that era. Of, I don't of think so, but I would have I would have liked to see that. I mean, because it's real. I mean, dealing with depression is real. I don't know. Again, I don't. I would say it's a stretch to say that like most get to that point of that level of desperation. But I mean, I've I've never experienced that level of loss, so I can't really speak about it. Right? No. Yeah. I mean. Uh, We're going to a really dark place. I want to just talk about a, a animated movie now. Yeah, no, it's fine. But um, I know I know the Killing Joke has come under a lot of fire, uh, in in its history for being like for its uh, treatment of Barbara Gordon in this one. Yeah, uh, and while, well, and Rachel, while Rachel really, who wrote the article, yeah, Rachel, yeah, we talked about this a little bit, and uh, um. Like yeah, it's it's super shitty how they how they just like like do this to Barbara because uh, spoiler I don't know should I spoil what happens? No, don't spoil it. Right, I mean, I I mean you already said it. that they they yeah, shot her and crippled her. Yeah, this, this is where she gets shot. Yeah, yeah you so already said that. You if you, if that you know what happens, good for you. If you don't, I won't spoil anymore because I think it's something better to be seen. First yeah, yeah, don't don't spoil anymore to be spoiled. But the point <laughs> of it being, they're they're. Tr- um, like it, it, it's not great, and I mean to be fair, like they they go hard on a lot of characters, not just Barbara, really. I mean, well, I mean they destroyed. Yeah, look uh, at Jason Todd. Jason Todd, yeah. Like he was, his mother was killed in front of him, in front of him, and then Joker proceeded to just beat him with a crowbar until like beyond unconsciousness. He was he was out. Like Joker was just beating him, breaking like every bone in his body, and then blew him up. Yeah, it was a bad time. And he still survived. Well, technically, he was re- resurrected by the Lazarus Pit, but that's a yeah, that's a long-going story. That's, uh, that's I, another... That's I think we another. might have talked about this before, but and I And then always, he was voiced by Jensen Ackles, and everything was okay with the world. I think we might have talked about this before, but I always liked... They used to say, like, the only people you can't bring back are Jason Todd, Uncle Ben, and Bucky, and now it's like <laughs> two of the three of those are back. Yeah, two of the three are back. So, hey, Uncle Ben, where's your retcon? It's coming. It's coming for us all. I would like to see uh, an Uncle Ben retcon where Uncle Ben has like superpowers or some shit like that. Where Uncle Ben becomes the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Then we get – that's some kind of like flashpoint bullshit. No, no, that's no. what I mean, yeah. Where Uncle Ben um, is actually Dr. Octopus. Why? Why no, Dr. Why Octopus? Why not? Because I don't know. Because I hate Dr. Octopus's bull haircut. Man, that now you just made me think of the '90s cartoon. That's all I can think about. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, they even gave it to him in the second in the uh, second movie. Kinda, not entirely. He had more of like a little Kinda. bit of a almost like a fro going on in that. Eh, oops. Anyway, uh, I do want to take a moment to thank uh, Lindsay Caprita for writing the Kong article and oh, Rachel yes. Bloom for writing the thank you uh, guys Killing Joke article. Good job, guys. Ooh, gals. Is what, uh, what is um oh, what's his name? The the kid who, the guy who played Jesse Aaron Paul, he's in a new series. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's called the Path, the isn't path. it? Path. Yeah, 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 yeah. A Hulu original, mm-hmm. along with. Can we not uh, focus 11... on that right now? Yeah, but I, I want to see it because I like Aaron Paul. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Paul Giamatti's in one too. Billions. Oh, that's on Showtime. Yes. Where? What website are you on now? Oh, I was just. It's a banner on IMDb. I was looking up Spider Man. Nope, not Spinder. I don't want Spinder Man. Spinder Man. Uh, Spider Man Two. I can't remember who who played Doctor Octopus. Oh, I can remember his name. He's he's a good actor. Well, okay, how did you like Tobey Maguire? He's all right. He looked too old to me. Alfred Molina. Yes, Alfred Molina. Where do I know him from? He's been in a bunch of things. Uh, Isn't think, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah, I was gonna say Spider Man though. I think is, is probably his biggest role that I that his biggest mainstream role that I'm aware of. I should say. Yeah. Uh, was he in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Right, let's stop looking at IMDb. No, no, no. You, you, yeah, continue on. I'm just, I'm just gonna look up Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, stop it. Get off, get off of IMDb. It's like me with Wikipedia. Yeah, really. Just end up going down a rabbit hole. Satipo. I don't know who Satipo is. All right. Well, we're gonna take another quick moment uh, to talk about one of our affiliates, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about Edward Snowden. Want to get the most out of your dollar? Amazon is the world's largest online store, with millions of items available at prices significantly below retail. With Amazon Prime, you also get free two-day shipping, unlimited music streaming, and special discounts. Just go to comicgeek.tv slash affiliates and click the link for a free 30-day trial. Doing that helps support us to keep making great shows and content at no charge to you. That's Amazon Prime, which you can find at comicgeek.tv slash affiliates. Are you done now with IMDb? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm done. All right, great. <laughs> Um, so, so while I was on IMDb, God damn it. <laughs> no, I, I really want to start watching, um, 11, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I do want to watch because I heard time. it's really good. And, but we told people we were going to talk time, about, I can't remember who's in it for the, it's James Franco. Thank you. James yes. Franco. Right, Why do we, we keep forgetting that James Franco's in that? I don't know, he's a pretty prolific actor these days, I but we told James people Franco. we were going to talk about Edward Snowden. So let's make good on that promise. Edward Snowden. No, what? We were Snowden this year. Yeah. What a weird, Last year. what a weird way to bring that back around. Anyway, uh, okay. Travis okay. Ar- <laughs> Travis Arment, uh, who's a, been a guest with us a number of times, he's a contributing writer. He wrote a review for the new track by Jean Michel Jean Michel uh, Jarre Jarre Jarre. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm not at 100 percent on how French is supposed to be pronounced, but uh, Jean Michel Jarre. Bajare uh, made a electronic. Well, that's or like it might his music. That's like his. It might, be, it might be just be. Anyway, that's his type of music is to anyway. make like electronica dance music, and he made uh, a track featuring uh, where at one point he takes spoken word uh, clips that he made along with Edward Snowden and incorporates them and like duplicates them and creates. Oh, is like, that what it was? I thought it was just like him taking excerpts from Edward Snowden's like uh No, as far as I'm aware, he made them with Edward Snowden himself. Really? That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So that cuz I was going <laughs> to say like it's not so much uh and Edward Snowden as it was uh Jean-Michel um featuring Edward Snowden. Yeah, just like, like with any taking, kind of uh, sampling Edward Snowden. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's why it was featuring. And it seems well it seems like on this album uh, Electronic 2, The Heart of Noise that there are it's other such artists. like a dance club name album name yeah right the heart of noise <laughs> the yeah. heart of noise um uh, apparently it's going to feature other artists such as pet shop boys gary newman 
Hans Zimmer and Cindy Lauper. How is it going to feature Hans Zimmer? I was actually wondering. Like, that. okay, That's the only other I name. actually seriously want to know: Is Hans Zimmer going to get up there? And he's like, dun, 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 dun. Well, Hans Zimmer was the only name I recognized out of that out of that group. You, honestly, like, you don't know the Pet Shop Boys? No, dude, Pet Shop Boys are a doo wop group from like back in from like oldies time. Okay. Yeah, seriously. So maybe this is all sampling then, because how? Well, else? see, that's that's what I wonder, because I'm I'm pretty sure like half, if not all, of the Pet Shop Boys are dead. Yeah, that that's uh, doo-wop hasn't been a big thing for a while. Anyway, sadly, uh, I enjoyed the track. Oh, I'm sorry. I, no, Pet Shop Boys. I'm thinking of something else. Pet Shop Boys is apparently an electronic duo. I'm re- I'm stupid. All right. Well, then there uh, we go. Let's see. So Pet Shop Boys formed in London in 1981. So they've been around for a while, but they should still theoretically be alive. Consisting of Neil Tennant. I wonder if he's related to David Tennant. Probably not. Not all people in England are related to each other. Oh, it's a small island, but there's there's enough of them that they're not all related <laughs> to each other. Um, but yeah, so Travis reviewed I it. I liked the track. I you know it wasn't the best thing. I'm not going to go listen to it all the time. But I I enjoyed it. You know I got along to the beat. But Travis was not a fan. Uh, and if you go read his review on our site, uh, ComicGeek.tv. Uh, you will, you will see, uh, well, his thoughts on it and why he was not a big fan. But he actually like gave some reasonings that I agree with. Um, I think the best quote here. I'm actually going to read it. Exit is reminiscent of Sith-laden techno songs that populated the soundtracks of every late '90s and early 2000s edgy action film. Which, if you go and listen to this track, is pretty accurate. But is again, I'm I'm the kind of person though who enjoys so bad it's good movies. So it's like those kind of edgy action films. I can still watch and enjoy them. What did yeah. you think? What did you think of the track? Um, okay, it, it really brought me back to like a. Uh, um, wow! Now I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. Feeling really stupid that that you got the shop thought, boys thing mixed up. Yeah, I did get it mixed up. I'm, it's gonna be I'm okay. Dumb. Anyway, uh, it really brought me back <laughs> to the time when I used to just do nothing but play Command and Conquer like all the time. Yeah, yeah. I like can see it, that. it's it's it just reminds me of that and. Yeah, like I feel like I should have glow sticks and just start swinging them around. That's that's yeah. kind of how I felt. Yeah, I was, I was actually I was playing it on my phone and just kind of doing the the generic glow stick uh, dance. Yeah, so that uh, the thing from American Dad when Rogers like just yes. like tripping on acid, cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I would definitely give the article a read and give give the track a listen. Maybe Travis it's your kind of thing. Yeah, Travis was not a fan. Um, but, know, he, but again, I, I, didn't I think, think it was bad. I mean, I've heard some bad songs like Friday, but um, I mean, reviews are subjective. But he yeah. made his points, and I again, I think they they were valid points. But the song still resonated with me. There is a, a link to it um, in the article, and that well, that will link you to uh, um, the artist website, Jean Michel's yeah. website, and then you can, and then there's a button for like Spotify at the top that you can click on, and you can listen to the song. So listen to it and tell us and tell us what you think. Um, you think what like any part of the song could have been better? Or like just do you think maybe like the Edward Snowden part maybe was a little preachy? You know, for like the world's greatest hero to be in the song, but you know, you keep whatever. calling him the world's greatest hero. Shh. He's we like, don't have Superman, okay? Superman's dead. What? <laughs> Doomsday killed him. Yeah, that's no. It's not even right either because Doomsday didn't kill him. I mean, in the comic books, it's uh, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> My point being is that like Edward Snowden did a good service. He is not Superman. Do not, do not elevate him to that level. I don't think he should have been castrated. I'm sorry, not castrated. What? That's not the word. That's not the word I wanted to say. 
ostracized is what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why castrated came out of my mouth. <laughs> and you know what? For that matter, why don't we have castrations as as a form of uh, punishment anymore? You're fired. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listeners, don't worry. We've gotten rid of him. You know, Bubba Wee, Bubba Wee, Bubba Wee, Howard Stern Spears. <laughs> what? Um, that from something? Uh, no, no. We're just going to let that one go. Family uh, Guy. And we're going to, of course, it's from Family Guy. We're going to start wrapping up for the day. There is. <laughs> there is a Wikipedia. No, stop. There was an episode of Harvey Birdman where. Um, oh, what was the Hanna Barbera like duck? The little duck. From Hanna Barbera, I'm trying to name remember his name. But I have no idea. Yaki Doodle. Okay. Yaki Doodle's name was taken by a, uh, I think it was a porn site. Oh God. And so he had to change his name, and one of the names he came up with was Chemical Castration, which is a thing. Chemical Castration is a yeah, it is it's a thing. Yeah. Why do you take us to such dark topics today? I don't know. I mean, it's fun. Oh God. All right, we're gonna start. I, I just want I just want you to be aware. That we that when we get off the rails, we can get back on it. Right. All right. So you can find us on social media uh, to find Common Geek. You can go to Facebook or Twitter at CommonGeek.tv. Of course, there is always our website CommonGeek.tv. Uh, I'm available on Twitter at RC Byler. Uh, also on Facebook at RC Byler. Adam, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Adam Al Jefe. That's a silent J. Yeah. Links for those will be in the show notes. Uh, this episode's affiliates were DreamHost and Amazon Prime. Editing for this episode was provided by Adam Costello, and this episode was produced by myself, Robert Byler. Uh, Adam, any final words for our audience? Besides chemical castration? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just go listen to the song. Tell us yeah. what you think. And after you listen to the song, uh, you could try sending out an email, send it to your friends and family, and maybe... You know, they'll uh, tell two friends, and then they'll tell two friends, and... Somehow someone gets a Ferrari. And then you can uh, call your mom and ask her what she thought of it. Bye, everybody.